0: BLOB TALK RADIO
1: Welcome everyone. Tonight is another episode of Your Psychic Connection right here with Jorianne the Coffee Psychic. And uh, I hope you guys had a wonderful week. Tonight we will be having uh, Master Astrologer Dave Gunning joining us you know, I like to tell you guys about the things that have happened during the week. And um a lot of um you know, uh low key this week actually. Um interesting nonetheless. But I, I had something happened, uh I had my my dog, my puppy got got loose. And it's very interesting being a psychic because I was having so many impressions that led up to this and, um, you know, they say, they ask, they always ask psychics, can't you get the lottery numbers? Can't you give that to us? Well, we don't get everything. Um, I didn't get this. I kind of got some message the day that he uh, was going to take off, but it wasn't a completely clear message, like sometimes other ones are so rock solid. And um, it was just a very scary situation, and, just like anything else. Sometimes, you know, we all have these intuitions, it's a sense, it's a feeling. Sometimes it's a clear picture, you know, no no getting around it. Um, but I had had so many messages coming up to me probably a month coming up to this. Now, just to let you guys know, I did post it on Facebook. I thank you for all of your prayers. My puppy uh who is a a 7, well, he's 8 months old now, white German Shepherd puppy is just beautiful. Uh we got him back that night. I had a wonderful neighbor who had picked him up, I uh, didn't know he belonged here. And um but his chain, we have no idea how his chain broke, it got loose, but I wanna thank everyone for all their prayers that were uh saying prayers for my dog to return and I really appreciate that from everybody. Um but again, you know, the point is some things are gonna happen, some things we're gonna know about, you know, get a sense of it ahead of time, and some things we're not gonna know about. So, you know, the best we can all do is listen to your intuition. And if you're getting some blatant, blatant information that something's going to happen, then, you know, you want to get you know, want to prepare yourself for it. And um, even if a psychic is telling you, uh, let's say if you have two or three psychics telling you the same thing, even though you can't see it, if you're getting the messages from two or three people, you are going to want to listen to that. And um, I always say to be forewarned is to be forearmed. So... I just want to share that little experience with you. Sometimes we get big, big, big messages and sometimes they're very small, but there's always a lesson behind everything, everything. So, um, and we're all conti- I'm still continuing to grow, everybody that I know until the day we die is continuing to grow. So, uh again, I'm very grateful for the prayers and the uh and the support that I received. It was it really uh, um very nice. Great outpouring. I was going like, "Wow, what a great community." So that's what I want to share with you guys, and we are going to have uh, Master Astrologer Dave Gunning join us right now, and let's welcome Dave to the show. Dave, are you there? Dave? Okay. So Dave's not there. I might have, I think I picked up the wrong one. I think what happens is when all of these calls start shooting in, like several calls are coming in. It makes the switchboard jump a little bit. So let's see if this is Dave. Dave, are you there?
2: I am here. Good evening.
1: Oh, there you go. That's great. That's great.
2: <laughs>
1: How are you doing?
2: I, I'm doing good. How are you doing?
1: I'm great. I'll tell you. I I don't know if you heard me talking about my uh, puppy that got loose.
2: <laughs> yes, I um,
1: did. Yeah, I'm. I haven't had a dog in over thirty years, and um, and of course I've had cats forever. I had cats when I was a kid, we had dogs when we were kids, but not for thirty years. So um getting getting used to having a dog in the house was a real big shift. It was a big big challenge, big change for me. Um mm-hmm. and trying to integrate uh the dog family and the cat family together is also an ongoing <laughs> ongoing <annoying laughs> challenge.
3: <laughs>
1: so it 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 kinda makes me laugh and and then not laugh sometimes um yeah. yeah so excuse the phone in the background but um anyway he got loose um mm. i had a family member doing some work in the backyard and um when i told my dog come on let's go for a ride you know he'll normally jump in the back seat this time he wanted to hang out with his family member so i said okay we made sure the chains were set up properly. We made sure everything was all set up. And I felt safe going to the store. Actually, that's not true. That was probably one of the signs. I was like, I was like, you know, I'm not so sure about this, that sort of thing. So really I didn't feel completely safe. So that's when you really have to, you know, uh, tap into your intuition and go like, okay, what's that all about? But even though everything did look safe, I was like, okay, I'm going to leave him, you know, with this family member, and then I get a phone call when we're about a half hour half hour gone, and I'm going like, oh, my God, are you kidding me? So it was an all-day adventure, um, some real, real, real hard work and a lot of phone calls and posters and uh, signs mm-hmm. up all over the place. And I'm telling you, Dave, people are wonderful, you know, uh, trying yeah. to help you find a dog. They're just uh, what a great community. It was really great. Well,
2: have you you haven't recovered him yet, or found him yet, or is he no? We he have. Back with That's you, right.
1: Senator. we did get him back. Okay. Uh, a neighbor had um, a neighbor down the street. Now I'm new to this uh, neighborhood. Uh, it's been two years now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know all my neighbors because it's a little on the rural side. Yeah. And my neighbor did not know that I had a dog. So it's a really, really, really great lady. Somehow these chains that we put, uh, that we knew were secure, got loose. And mm. so we had three chains that were connected. Two of them got loose. And he was dragging probably 40 feet of chain with him. Oh, boy. Number one. And she, the woman that found him said he almost got hit by a vehicle. And then she mm. said that, you know, he was trying to come up on this property and I and I said to her, I said, that's good, because he lives there. <laughs> that's my house. She goes, oh, no, I had no idea that you had a dog. So, um, you know, there was a dog on that property. So right. the best part is she did take him for safety. The one thing she said is she goes, I had a feeling I should have gone up and asked. And she didn't, which is okay, because uh, we don't always follow our feelings, do we?
2: No, not always.
1: You know? And, uh, but, so it was, um, it was interesting. She, I'm really grateful. She had another beautiful, beautiful dog and cats like me. And Mm -hmm. when we were up uh, later on that night, Sunday night, we were throwing more posters up, more signs on all the corners and stuff. When we were driving down the street, literally, I think uh, this person is maybe five houses away from my house. On the opposite side of the street, and um my friend said oh i I see a white dog in that backyard, and um we drove up, and right away, uh a young man says are you are you here for the lost dog?" And my friend said, "Is it a white shepherd?" and he said, "Yes, there he mm. was, like five or six houses away from me.
2: Oh, that's good. I'm glad you recovered him,
1: yeah, yeah." really great really great yeah well i'd still be i'd still be hunting and searching and hunting and searching but here's the other thing too about the chips um uh, mm-hmm. my dog is chipped and uh, the one great thing about the chips is that they alert everybody they put um we got to a lost dog website there's another lost dog website that's out there and um they they alert everybody the vets the humane society um every, you know, everybody. Pet stores, they alert everybody in case somebody has a dog and they bring it in. So, I didn't know that there's a great network out there like that. So, if I would ever find a dog again, now I know where to bring the animals to.
2: Yeah. There is a big community of people who will help those who have lost uh pets. So, that's a really good thing to know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was a very um stressful day. But yeah, I bet. It, well, and I, and I, had, I had a complete vision. I saw him coming back to me and I saw me going, and his name is Zeus. I was like, Zeus, Zeus, come here, come by mommy. And um, as soon as I'd seen that, I knew for sure I'd find him. I didn't know if it was going to be that night. I thought it was that night, but I knew for sure he'd be coming back home. And and that's what happened. So Again, That's just good. a big thank you to everybody that was uh, uh praying for me and uh doing whatever everyone was doing. A lot of people were uh passing passing my message along to all their Facebook friends and sharing, sharing, sharing. So it was really great. Uh
2: so how far from your home was you found?
1: Uh down the block.
2: Just down the block, okay. So you didn't get he didn't get away too far?
1: No, she um she saw that he almost got hit by a car because he got loose from those chains. And again, that's the other question: How did that happen?
3: Yeah, that's you know, a good
1: question. Going back over the chains, they were they were together when we left. You know, yeah. my dog is pretty smart, Dave. I mean, that's a, he's a smart dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he's not. I don't think he's that smart to you know unhook chains.
2: <laughs> you know. Really, I I, yeah. freedom. <laughs> <laughs> Dogs are amazing creatures. They can do things that we're just not we don't think they're capable of doing. And yeah. they get it done.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, nothing was nothing was disassembled, but there was a hook that somehow could have, you know, had it been twisted the right way. Um Gosh, I just don't know. It's pretty it was, it was quite a question. Interesting. Yeah,
2: that's that one will be unanswered probably forever but uh yeah that's a very very bizarre situation
1: yeah yeah so well hey welcome to the show thank you thank you yes i always love having you dave everybody loves having you on the show i don't know a single person that that doesn't love having on the show you have so much information for people their astrology charts and um people love you that's what i want to say
2: well, thank you. I appreciate that to all the audience.
1: Yes, I'm yes. here to
2: help in every, any way I can.
1: Yes, yes. Now, I'm not sure if we if we didn't cover uh, uh, moon in Taurus, right?
2: Yeah, so we we started looking at the moon signs. No, we we looked at uh, last month. We looked at moon in Capricorn. I was just going to look at the moon, where it was, what sign it was in on the day we did the show. Mm -hmm. And last month it was in Capricorn, and tonight it's in Taurus, which is another Earth Mm sign. And when and I don't know if people know what their charts are all about if they have Moon in Taurus or not. But for those of you who do know, or even for those who don't know, if Moon when Moon goes into Taurus, yeah, well Moon it was just in Aries for the last few days, and it's always things get done. I think during time that Moon is in Aries. People run around and do this, that and the other and they get they have so much energy to get things that they need to get done and they get them accomplished with the sign of Moon and Aries. Mm-hmm. And now it's in Taurus. So and it went into Taurus yesterday, um, about two in the afternoon central time. So that would have been about three in the afternoon eastern time and well, what it would be about um, four in the or uh, no, I'm sorry, it would have been about 12 noon on the west coast. But mm-hmm. and that that can be checked by just looking at what is called an astrological calendar. But you can feel the change in energy when it goes from moon and uh, Aries to moon and Taurus. When moon is in Taurus, things slow down a great deal. It's much more relaxed, laid back. It's a real good time for people if they're interested in getting outdoors and working in the garden, working outside. That's that's the thing to do. It's an earth sign, so you want to work with uh, the earth element.
3: Okay. So if
2: you want to plant or work with digging or you know in gardening, and I, I understand not everybody's into gardening, but other good things you can do when one goes in the Taurus. It's, it's a real good time to go out and shop, and in some cases spend money on expensive items, because Taurus tends to be somewhat of a luxurious sign. So shopping and buying things is also a good thing to do when Moon is in Taurus, or just to go out to a really nice restaurant. In some cases, it can be expensive, but just to enjoy good food. When Moon is in Taurus, like it is when it's in Capricorn or Virgo, it delights the senses, because... The earth signs are all about senses. Yeah.
1: Now I've got a question for you, Dave. Mm -hmm. So what was... um, I know that this last day or two has been very powerful. I I don't remember Mm -hmm. if this was a blood moon, but I know that this was an amazing full moon. I think we had a um, lunar eclipse going on at the same time. Not solar, but a lunar. Yes. Yes, it is. And then I thought somebody said that Mercury's in retrograde.
2: Yes, Mercury. So are we
1: still in retrograde right now?
2: Yes, Mercury is still retrograde. It usually stays retrograde for about, oh, approximately 24 days. It will go direct on October 9th, so we have a ways to go with Mercury retrograde.
3: Okay. And you're
2: right, we did have a, a lunar eclipse uh, full moon on Sunday, and it yeah. peaked... Around well, in our central time here, it peaked around 9:50 um, in the evening, and I, was, my wife and I were watching it because it, it happened to be a clear night here, and wow. the, the moon kept the moon kept rising higher in the sky, and you could see the shadow of the Earth covering the moon, and completely wow. eclipsing the moon as the time went on, and it turned, it was a glowing kind of red color very wow. soft red color as it was doing this it was really fascinating to watch
4: wow. and that's
2: when it was in it was in aries then it was at anybody who has any planets at around 4 degrees of aries or 4 degrees of libra which is the opposite sign of aries you will be affected by this eclipse you will feel it and not just on the day that it eclipsed which was sunday but you will feel it for the next six months periodically at times because there are triggers to that eclipse, and usually eclipses wow. last for, they last for six months. So when when Mars wow. or the Moon or other planets hit four degrees of Aries in a person, if they have planets at four degrees Aries or Libra, and other planets hit that four degrees, it's really going to trigger that eclipse in their chart. So. It's very powerful. Usually a lunar eclipse is significant because it often signifies an ending of a cycle of activity, which Mm -hmm. is not so bad because in some cases the cycle of energy that the person may be experiencing may be difficult and it may need to end because once it ends, it brings in a whole new energy. So that's not always a bad thing. The lunar eclipses, like solar eclipses, are very powerful. Yeah. and we we won't have a blood moon probably for years now. This was very very significant. In fact, we had a solar eclipse two weeks ago, uh, Sunday, and it was at 20 degrees Virgo. But now we had a one in Aries. So, and you might be feeling it yourself, Jorianne, because you have, you have planets in Aries, and they're around close to four yeah. degrees. So you already I
1: have I have a couple in experience.
2: Aries. Yeah, exactly. So you. You may be experiencing. Well, you already had this experience with your your pet, so yes. you may be experiencing some more things going on. Was that on what day was that again that you lost Sunday? Your pet? See, that was the day of the eclipse, so yeah, it was obviously affecting you. You know,
1: yeah, and and not only that, I mean today, which was really weird, I I hopped out to get gas because I take him with me, hopped out mm-hmm. to get gas. I did not close my front door, and in a very busy gas station. Um. All of a sudden, he popped out of the car, and I was going like, "Oh my god!" So yeah. it's I'm I'm not sure what that is, what what's going on there, but I keep such a hawk eye on this guy, and uh, and yet, and you know that's that's what you tell people. Sometimes it's such a small thing, but it can happen with a within a blink of the eye.
2: Sure. Things well, and can and happen that we're you know, totally
1: not expecting.
2: Yeah, and I believe you have Venus and Mars. Let's see, I know you have Mars and the moon and Aries. And And
1: Venus, yes, I have everything in there. Yeah.
2: Yes, and you have. I think they're in the, some of those plants are in your fourth house. So this was, I mean, obviously it started, didn't it start with the home because you lost him? You thought he was home, but you lost him from your home? Or, yep. or was that not the case? Yeah, okay.
1: Nope, that's it, right from my backyard. Oh,
2: so it was right there in your fourth house, your place of residence that the eclipse was taking place. Wow. So that's why you were affected by it.
1: Mm-hmm. That's interesting.
2: Yeah. So watch people have to watch their charts, see where these eclipses fall in their charts and these planets transiting where they fall in a person's chart because that's significant in terms of cycles of energies symbolically that they will be experiencing.
1: Well, you know, you were saying the lunar eclipse, Dave, uh, lasts Mm -hmm. for six months, so we can have some intermittent, sporadic uh, bursts of energy that impact us. So would that, for me, be hitting me back in the house?
2: Yes. Well, one of the triggers for an eclipse, and this is for anybody, for any eclipse, so like in your case, you have to kind of watch where, and you can see this on the astrological calendar or what it's called an ephemeris, which tells you where the planets are from day to day and month to month. Mm-hmm. One significant trigger is Mars itself. So when Mars is around four degrees Aries or Libra or Capricorn or Cancer. In other words, one of those signs that's going to trigger that eclipse. That's significant of something maybe happening in your life, something developing. And mm-hmm. it might it might center around the home as well because obviously, or where those other planets, where those other degrees of those signs are, four degrees Cancer and Capricorn and Libra, where they are in your chart. Depending on where, this is transiting Mars. Now, when it goes around the chart, mm-hmm. you have to see when it hits at four degrees of a cardinal sign, including Aries, and that's going to trigger that eclipse. And so usually around that time, for people, something happens, something very significant. Exactly what, I can't say, but... Uh you have to look at the sign it's in, the house it's in, and that will give you some clues as to what might uh, be taking place.
1: Thank you. Now, that brings up another question for me, Dave. So mm-hmm. uh, eclipses. Now we had the solar eclipse two weeks ago. Right. So will the solar eclipse, which is a, a, it's, it's very powerful energy, it's bringing positive things into your life,
3: yes.
1: um, whereas New the lunar things. eclipse has more of a negative are we still yeah. under that well, for be, six months as be,
2: well? Yeah, that's, it tends to be negative, but it's not always negative. It's just in the solar eclipses, the one we had two weeks ago, uh, it usually, usually uh, signifies a beginning of a new cycle of energy, for, and that also lasts for six months as well. See, all eclipses last for approximately six or seven months. Okay. And you just have to look at the ephemeris to see when it um, – the next eclipse occurs, both solar and lunar. And they may be approximately sometime in March of next year, because that's six months from now, or possibly even in October. I'm sorry, not in October, in uh, April of next year. That may be a time when it fires off. I'd have to to check. So it'll either be March or April when these next two eclipses will occur. But so within that six-month period, there are triggers to that eclipse that will signify something happening in your chart for you and mm-hmm. for anybody else who has has the has any planets at around four degrees of a cardinal sign. Okay. So, yeah, they last for about six, six, six to seven months approximately. And the solar eclipse, all of is symbolic of bringing in a new cycle of energy, new things, new happening. And the lunar eclipse, a lot of times, endings of things, closing of doors, so that a new energy can come in.
1: Yes, I know. I know that when we when we do the candle magic, mm-hmm. when we're under a solar eclipse, that is such a powerful energy as far as uh, and we're in the bring cycle. Oh my God, Dave, that multiplies the power times three when you're doing. Um, Please bring me a new love relationship. Uh, mm-hmm. Bring me a better job, better business, things like that, and it right. literally does. Uh, Multiply it by three, just like with the lunar eclipse, you know we hold that in the candle magic as the release cycle, and then when you're mm-hmm. doing release magic and you've got a lunar eclipse, it magnifies that by three as well, so you get you mm-hmm. get you know more bang for the buck. I'll say it to you that way it gets right. a lot more um i guess what is it octane in your uh engine
2: yes it it does give you more bang for the buck,
1: yes, it does. So I, I really think that that's very cool, and people should watch their charts. They should watch their. They should watch their. Um, you know, I mean, David, you know so much about this. I love hearing you talk about all the different aspects and uh, things like that. So,
2: yeah, that's just you know, so I, cool. I would think. I would think that everybody out there would want to know their chart, you know, because it, it gives you. Um, clues as to who you are, what your strengths and weaknesses are, and what cycles of energy you're experiencing now and in the future. Or you can even look back in the ephemeris and see what was going on in a certain time in your, in your life that was probably significant of some very strong uh, planetary energy going on in your chart. So you can look Looking backwards, course. you can look forward. Forward?
1: Where can people buy an ephemeris? Because I used to have uh, ephemerises specifically made for um, candle magic, and um, and I think just any ephemeris would would work. So yeah, where would somebody you, you, buy an ephemeris?
2: Well, uh, if you go to like a Barnes & Noble, if you go to the metaphysical section, they usually uh-huh. have an ephemeris there. You can just go right into the store and, and go to that section and pick one up. If the, you know, and then there's if the, if the person knows of any metaphysical bookstores in the area, they could go there. But if they can't find one through either of those two avenues, then you can just go to Amazon.com and order them. Because uh, of course you'd have to get the the author and the publisher, but you know you can easily get them through Amazon.com as well.
1: Yeah. And these ephemerises aren't they? Aren't they? Um, how can I say it? They're written in such a way that they're predicted, like ten years or fifteen years out into the future.
2: Oh yeah, well they have the ephemeris that I have goes to twenty fifty. Okay, and wow. then they, I'm, they're already working on ephemerises. I'm sure they have them out as well that are way beyond that. Probably they probably have ephemeris that goes all the way. To the year three thousand, I'm guessing, because uh, or not not three thousand, but 20, I'm sorry, like twenty one hundred, so uh, a yeah, yeah. hundred years hence. So yes. yeah, they, they 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 have these things already calculated, uh, way way in advance.
1: Wow, that's pretty neat. Yeah, it is. All right. You know what I love about having you on, Dave is that we can talk about um any topic around astrology, and there's always something new there's always something that I certainly don't know. I studied once with you a long time ago, and uh and I know that this is positively your love this is the the thing you love the mm-hmm. most in your life outside of your wife yes. and your family, of course yes.
3: um
1: and you can tell because because when you share this information, it's just um. It's amazing, and and the thing that I think is really great too, Dave, is you've told me you're still learning. You're still there's still more that you're doing. Uh, mm-hmm. You're learning more about this, so that's that's wonderful.
2: Yeah, I'm never going to stop learning astrology because there's always more to learn. I'm always um, fascinated by the fact that there's just more and more out there, and I'll probably be learning astrology to the day I die. You know. Right. Get so away much.
1: with the psychic stuff. I, I'll probably be doing readings on the day I die, which is it's <laughs> perfect. It's perfect.
2: Exactly. That's why these fields are very vast. That you can never. First of all, you can never get enough of them, and wow. just when you think you've know you know it all, you, there's more. There's there's never you're never going to know it all. You know. Right. Right. And, and a person, if a person, here's the thing that's very important to know too. If a person wants to get into this field because they love astrology or they love the psychic or whatever, um, don't feel that you have to know everything to get into it to do it. Because
3: that's
2: if that's sure. your if that's your attitude or approach, you're never going to do it because you're never going to know everything about it. It's just too much. And you really start learning when you start doing readings and start doing teaching classes. That's when you really start to learn. So. Don't be afraid yeah. to feel that you don't know enough. Just jump right in.
1: Jump in. You know, Dave, you mentioned about teaching classes. You know, I know that you've been teaching some classes before. Are you still teaching mm-hmm. classes? Is there anyone, any way anyone can come and uh, see you to learn from you?
2: Yes. I, I teach out of um, three places. I teach out of my home. I teach out of a place called the Gathering Lighthouse, which is actually right down the street from me here in Lombard. And then another place called the Theosophical Society in Wheaton, Illinois. And we have ongoing groups that meet there in both places. Mm -hmm. And I teach classes as well. So, yeah, if people need to know that information, I can certainly give it out sometime. And uh, if they live in the area, they can um, join us because it's open to the public.
1: Beautiful, beautiful. Well, just real quick, Dave, how can people reach you right now?
2: They can reach me two ways. They can email me at astrogunning at net, or they can go through my website, which is planetaryvibrations.com.
1: Beautiful, beautiful. Hey, are you ready to take a listener right now? Let's do it. All right. Let's see what we have online here. Hello, caller. Hey, this is Esther. How are you? Hey, Hi, Esther, how
0: are you? Hi, you guys. Oh, my God. Um, I love to hear you guys talk. I can listen to you guys all night long. And, Dave, you are just fantastic.
3: <laughs> well, thank you. Um,
0: <laughs> listen, thank you very much. Um, oh, you're more than welcome to be Well, um, I got, um, thank you so much for taking my call. First of all, um, Jorianne, um, I uh, always have a problem with. Um, I'm telling you because I have so much to tell you. Let me hurry up so I can get done. Uh, first of all, I I didn't hear about my job yet. I'm still waiting. I don't know if I'm gonna keep working this job until January or, like I said, I don't want to. I can do both jobs. I hope. But okay, uh, there's a house. Two seventy five is the address. It's in it's a, a suspect. but. It's an old home. I wonder if uh, I keep. I know that number twenty-seven keeps coming up, and this house came back. It was off the market, came back three times. It's a big home. I'm, not, I'm leaning towards getting, trying to get this house. And if it is this house,
1: will I get it by next month?
0: I need to move. Okay, so I'm
1: gonna, I'm gonna, Dave, I'm gonna uh, give my impression to Esther, and then if you wanna. Um, uh pick some information up there that'd be great too esther i, got, wanna, I gotta just tell you ask i just have ask such, uh, dave dave can i hang on one second just really quick
3: yeah because i ahead. just
1: got this coming here uh sorry about that esther it's such a, a feeling for me around this house that i would want to say uh it feels heavy to me it, it feels and that could be why it's come back three times it it this might look good on the outside, but there's just something heavy about this house that I'm not quite sure that this is the one for you. That's what I want to tell you.
0: Okay, thank you. I just, okay, I got you. Okay.
1: Thank All you. Right. I'm sorry, Dave,
0: go ahead.
2: Now, I was just going to ask Esther when uh, her birthday was.
0: January
2: 27th. Oh, so you're an Aquarius. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, is that the only question you had was about buying this house, or did you have any other questions?
0: I want the job. I, You know what? I don't know if, I'm a, if uh, I'll am i do both jobs, or do I, if another job coming in real soon here, because I really want I want the both jobs, and I'm sitting on pins and needles waiting on it.
2: I That's get you. What I'm okay. <laughs> well, Aquarians aren't under any really difficult energy right now, so I don't think there'd be any problem with you getting uh, this job, but um, and I don't know your whole chart. Uh, but Saturn now has gone into just so people will know this. Saturn has gone out of Scorpio and it's now in Sagittarius, okay? And okay. it's going to be sextiling your sun sign in November. Uh, it, actually late November, early December. And that can be helpful. It's not a it's not a great boost to the situation, but it can be helpful to you. And Mars, at the same time, at the end of November, will be have just gone into Libra, and it will be trining your sun sign. So if you want to look for something that's coming up soon, Esther, I, I would say the end of November time might be helpful for you to get this job, okay, uh, okay. maybe around Thanksgiving time. Uh, I, I can't say for sure, but... It uh, The energy is favorable for you, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, but well, will
0: I move? In, will I get the house, another house, Joanne? I'm a, well, will I move uh, in the next couple of weeks, you think, or the next month, or
1: no? Uh, I'm not sure if it's in the next couple of weeks, but what I see in front of you is a very sweet, adorable, beautiful, might be smaller, uh, all these beautiful flowers out in front. It looks like it's been kept up so nicely. What I see in front of me for you is so beautiful. Uh, I kind of want to say quaint and cozy versus the other one. It might be big and gorgeous, but I'm just telling you, there's something about that house that's just not okay.
0: Okay, that's fine because I get a ghost in there. I don't want to. <laughs> okay. okay. Right? Fine. Yep, yep, you taught me that one. Okay, yes, ma'am. you guys. All right, thank you.
5: Esther, have a You're great welcome. night.
0: Let us know what happens. I am, I am. You guys, I need a. Okay, I got you. All right, thank you. Okay. Man. All right.
1: <laughs> Good night, tonight now. guys. Bye, bye. All right, bye, bye. <laughs> oh my God, I just love Esther so much, Dave. She She's is a so sweetheart. great. Oh my yeah. God, just wonderful. Well, you know what? All of our listeners are, aren't they?
2: Yeah, they are. I just wanted to mention one other thing too. I, I just noticed this. That Venus is also going into Libra in uh the month of November. Okay. So the Venus Mars will definitely help her out in both finding a new home and um, you know, finding that new job. I hope she's listening cause I I forgot to mention that Venus is also favorable for her. Yeah, Venus is all the, Yeah, and Venus is good for, for money and spending money and all that kind of stuff. So Beautiful. The middle to the end of November and even early December looks good for her.
1: So uh, so I want to say this to you. When you're saying it to Esther, because she's also an Aquarian, does that mean it's for all of us Aquarians out there? So even you?
2: Yeah, well, it's it, you have to look at the um, date of birth because that will tell you what degree their son is. Because Okay. So, for instance, she's an early degree of Aquarius because she's born on the january twenty seventh so oh. she's about six or seven degrees of Aquarius, okay Got because it. it starts around the twenty first okay, and so it just each day the sun moves one degree, so by oh. the time it goes from the twenty first to the twenty seventh that's about six seven degrees so you know it's going to be favorable because Venus and Mars are moving into the early degrees of Libra in November, but now for somebody who is born late February just before Pisces, they're gonna to have to wait until some of these planets hit the their late degree of sun. Because so it's gonna be what I'm saying is that it will be good for early degree sun sign Aquarius in the month of November, but the later degree Aquarians gonna to have to wait a little longer.
1: Got it. Got it. Wow. Because they're
2: later degrees. It's all about signs, but it's also about Degrees. That's so important. The degrees, because every every sign is thirty degrees.
1: So it's so it's like it's like the piece of pie, Dave. It's like the piece of the pie where Mm -hmm. you've got Capricorn, uh, Aquarius, Pisces, and um, so even within the sign, there's different degrees.
2: Yes. Yes. Thirty degrees to each sign. So, and some of these planets move very slowly. So it okay. takes sometimes years before they go through an entire sign, okay. But the yeah. faster moving planets like Venus and Mars, Mercury, Moon, and Sun, they they get through them in just a period of months, and sometimes wow. for some planets days. You know, like the Moon wow. just goes through all the signs in one month. Moves very that's fast. That's
1: fabulous. Did yeah. we did we ever establish anything about that new planet that they found and where that's fitting in for people, or are people still working with that or not?
2: Uh, the new planet, and boy, that name escapes me right now. But it was the dragon, something to do with the dragon. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I forget the name, but it was still within the sun's ecliptic. the was very tail end of it. See okay. the entire, the, the entire constellation, or I, was, I should say, the majority of that constellation is not within the sun's. Zodiac, or the, the ecliptic, or the zodiac itself. So they didn't establish it as the thirteenth sign.
4: Mm-hmm. Only
2: part of it is in the is in the uh, only only part of the constellation is in the zodiac. So it's really not considered to be a sign unless it's almost entirely in the zodiac.
1: Okay. So
2: it okay. really hasn't been established by the majority of the power to be in astrology to be a new sign.
1: Ah, perfect. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It might be one that. day
2: because constellations even though they move very, very, very slow, it won, it, in one in maybe in a few centuries, it might move into the zodiac, but that's a long time away.
1: Okay. Thank you for that. Thank you.
2: Mm-hmm. And if you
1: guys are also, you know, inquiring minds want to know, if you guys just have questions about astrology. I mean, Dave, I love the way you're talking and describing all of this. You're an amazing teacher. You can hear it when you're sharing this stuff where you make it where people can get it. And that's what yeah. I love about your teaching skills.
2: And people if they just want to um ask a question to me, uh they can just, you know, email me or go through the website and I'll just I'll answer their questions.
1: Well, wow, beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Well, let's see who we
5: have next online. Okay. Hello, caller. Hi. Thanks. Hi, who is this? Laura. Laura. Hey, Laura. Hi, Welcome Laura. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Yes. I'm so what questions listening- do you have tonight? Well, I'd like to know when you see me um, purchasing a home.
2: Oh that's the second question about homes. Right? Laura when when is your birthday?
5: Um tomorrow. <laughs> October oh, oh happy birthday.
2: Okay, Thank so another Virgo. Wow. Cool. That's tomorrow oh that's uh so October so you're a Libra. Yes. Okay. Well Librans, as I said before, and you're let's see, tomorrow the first, so you're about a ten degree approximately eight or, 8 or 9 or 10 degrees of Libra, boy, I tell you, you got a really good month of November. Right around the be- middle or around the 18th, actually maybe even earlier, right around the 15th through the end of the month of next month, November, both Venus and Mars are in Libra. They'll be going over your sun sign. Both very good, okay? So okay. If you wanted to, what you need to do is put it out there next month in November. In fact, put it out there right at the beginning of the month. And okay. put out that energy and go after what you want. And it should come, something should come back to you, at least some opportunities or some um, ideas or uh, suggestions, you know, information about what you want. If you just put it out there, the information will come back to you. Next month, particularly.
5: Well, I have a house in mind that I I really like, and I okay. think would be ideal for me. It's just wondering when I'll be able to. Will it stay on the market long enough for me to be able to afford the down payment?
2: Mm, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, direct my that question to Jorianne. <laughs>
1: um. Do you remember, Laura, how Esther had said her one house has come back around three times? It may be that Mm -hmm. way with your house that you're looking for. Mm
5: -hmm. And
1: the other part of it is I see uh, there might be some issues with water in that house. But issues with water in that house versus the negative issues I felt about the other house that Esther was saying, um, uh, that was talking about the negative energy house uh your house even if there's issues with water still feels amazing so it feels like there is still a possibility for you to get this house um and i think the other thing you might not be exploring is actually having a conversation with these people to see if they might not want to rent uh with option to buy or to try to really make this work maybe a land trust i mean oh, I'm not sure if that's doable, but there might be a a couple of different ways that you can do this without having to wait for that big down payment, ma'am. I would say explore your options.
5: Well, yeah, I I wondered about that, but I I wonder if, um, because it's on the market now, and for those rent-to-own options, I don't know if... The homeowners are allowed to do that when they're they have an signed agreement with the realtors,
2: because
5: the realtor wouldn't get a commission then, right? With so, a- so that's the question, right? So, I personally don't know about that,
1: uh, yeah. but that is something that you're. I would still bring it up to the people that own the house, and I would ask them because if they're all for it, and if if they have to, I don't know if they can wait for the contract to expire. Or if they can just do it within the parameters of this contract, but it wouldn't hurt to ask.
5: Yeah, you're right. I think I will go ahead and do that. Thank you. And, and you know what?
2: One other thing I want to mention: your your birthday. You said your birthday is tomorrow, correct? Right. Well, you're, you have what is called in astrology. You're going to have your solar return. The sun's coming back to the place where it was at birth, so it's wow. a transiting sun con- conjunct your sun. Tomorrow. Well, it could be either today, tomorrow, or the next day. That's usually when the solar return occurs, either the day of your birthday, day before, or day after. But it's right around this time. So your your son is conjuncting your son, and that's a really good time to to contact these people, okay? Put it out there and make the effort to contact them and find out what you need to find out. That's what you need to do. Yep. Okay.
5: Okay, okay, I'll do that. Yeah, thank you Good very luck, much. Good luck, Laura.
1: Let us know thank what you. happens, madam
5: I will. Thanks.
1: Bye-bye. Good night, Laura. Bye. Good
5: night.
1: Yeah, you know, sometimes, Dave, we get stuck on what we think mm-hmm. is supposed to be what we're supposed to be doing. And, you know, if people would stretch, if they would take risks and start looking at, you know, um, what, outside of their safety box?
2: Yes, oh, yeah, that's a really good point, Johan. Go ahead with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very important because anything yeah, because is possible. Yeah, and and the the astrology just shows you times when to do things is more favorable or not to do things because it's not a favorable time. Right. But when it's a favorable time, you can't just sit there and think, "Well, it's going to come to me." You, that, that's a really good point you made. You really. When you're under good aspects, under good energy from planets, you cannot just sit there and, and hope that it's going to you know, fall into your lap sitting at home. You have yes. to go out there and make the effort or it's not going to happen, you see. But if you do go sure. out and make the effort and if you're doing it under favorable aspects, you should have a favorable outcome. Yeah. And what
1: I like what you said, too, Dave, just a minute ago was that, Sometimes when you have the favorable aspects, it is time to take action uh, and mm-hmm. be proactive. And then if there are times where you need to lay back and do nothing, that's also very important to know.
2: Yeah, and, and and even during the times where it's not a good time to act, you could be thinking about how to restructure something and and make it different. Make, it, In other words, thinking about a new approach to something. Mm-hmm. So that when the, the the aspects are then favorable, you go out and implement that new plan, and things start to move. See, it's never a good time to do things on their Saturn aspect, but Saturn is great in that it helps you to restructure something new in your life that you need or want. And when it – see, Saturn never denies anything. It delays. So that's the thing oh. you have to remember about. Yeah, Saturn doesn't deny It delays things. So – you just got to be patient with Saturn. you got to be patient.
1: Okay. Well, you know what? Why don't we jump on to another caller? Sounds good. All right. Hello, caller. Hi. Hello.
6: Hi, who is this? Hello, can you hear me?
2: Yes, we can. I can
1: hear you. Can you hear us? Yes,
6: I can hear you.
1: Okay, who who's calling? Tina, hi, Tina. Do you have a question for Dave tonight?
6: Well, I was calling to see about love life, um, what you see coming from me in the love life department.
2: Okay, Tina, when is, uh, when, is your, I, when is your birthday, I'm Tina?
6: A Lib, I'm a Libra, 29 degree.
2: Oh, you're 29 degree Libra. Okay, so you're very late degree of Libra Sun. Yes. Okay, well. As I was mentioning before, boy, we have a lot of Libras jumping on tonight. Right. Uh, next month, not next month, uh, November, I should say, and actually into December, okay, you have some good energy coming up with Venus going over your sun Ooh. around December 5th. Uh-huh. Cause Venus is going to be at 29 degrees Libra, okay, transiting Venus, and Mars will be at 29 degrees Libra. Uh, Hold on a second. Let me just double check this. Yeah, it will be at 29 degrees Libra around January 3rd of 2016. So it's not like real soon like tomorrow, but it's coming up fast. You have Venus and Mars in Libra. They're going over your sun sign. That's very favorable. All right. So, and I don't know your whole chart. Do you know where your Venus and Mars are in your chart? Um,
6: Venus and Mars, I mean, I saw it right now, hold on. Um, Wow, now this lady is prepared. Tina's got her chart, you guys.
2: That's, you know, she's really doing the right thing.
6: It's 15.25 in Venus. And Mars is
2: 15.29. 15, what what sign?
6: 15.25 in Venus. Let me see what sign.
2: Venus—that's the planet. But do you know what sign Venus is in in your chart? Yes. Hold on
6: for a second. I put Venus. It's um in in Scorpio. Venus and Scorpio. Scorpio. Fifteen
2: points. Yes. Oh. Okay. Cool. Uh, all right. Well, um, Venus is the love planet. So you know you're gonna sure. have Mars going into in January. You're okay. gonna have Mars going right. Actually, end of January and into February of next year. I know that's a little ways off, but your Mars and Scorpio is going to go right over your Venus. That's really nice, all right? Okay. Um, and you're going to have Neptune. Well, now, Neptune, Neptune is kind of trining Neptune, your
6: Sagittarius. Venus.
2: Neptune in Okay, you have, ne- you have Neptune in Sagittarius? Neptune in
6: Sagittarius,
2: 18.31 degrees. Okay, well, I was just looking back at your Venus, and since it's in Scorpio, Venus, Neptune is transiting through Pisces, and okay. that's that's been right, very close to training your Venus. So you got some good stuff coming up in February, oh. or, um, December, January, February of next year. So don't don't uh, feel frustrated. It's just coming. You'll you'll have there'll be a chance for. Probably several relationships developing. Ooh, several. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think we're probably hoping for one, Dave, maybe, right, Tina? Yes.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's right. yeah,
1: the right one. one. But,
6: you know, several is fun. <laughs> <laughs>
1: there you go.
6: Very <laughs> More cool. More the merrier. Well,
1: well Tina, thanks yes. for calling in, honey. We want to get to another couple of calls here. Let us know what happens, okay? All right, I will. Thanks. All right, good night, honey. Okay, good night. night. Oh, too funny! All right, let's see here. Let's see who's next here. Hello, Hi. caller.
5: Hi, Hi, who is this? Yeah.
1: This is Jay.
3: Well, I want to let you know. You talked um, about a couple of weeks ago. I called you, right? Yes. Hello. And I yes. asked you about my finances. And okay. so you said to me, because I have no finances, right? And you said yep. to me who wants your money? And I said, B- who would want my money? I don't have any money. I was calling you about my finances.
1: Oh, Lord. Are you ready
3: for this? And you said, yes. who wants your money? Somebody wants all your money. And so uh, um, like about three days later, I got a check. I, I got to do some freelance work, and I got a check, but because I don't have any money, I don't have a, uh, a checking account. So I had to sign my check over to this person. And it, and um, it was for two hundred dollars, and they only gave me twenty dollars. Oh. <gasps> yeah, and so they said, "Well, I'm not. I don't have any money, and i live lived in your home, so um, they're just going to have to just keep that for so, my upkeep." But what isn't that amazing? that you said, "Who wants all my money?" And wow, it <laughs> really happened to me because I couldn't believe that would happen to me, but that really happened to me. So I'm really in a financial bind. I need to leave because, I, like I said, I don't have a checking account. And, and if I make any money and I, I send my check over to that person, they're gonna, they're not gonna give me anything. <laughs> I mean, I only got twenty dollars for a two hundred dollar
2: check. That's too bad. Well, let,
1: let me let me tell you this, Jade. It it feels to me like there's a way around this. I'm not quite sure how. Um but I get I get a sense that you're going to be able to work this out and figure this out with somebody else um, helping you around your financial affairs. And, and it's going to turn out okay. It's going to take a little while to build this up, but it's going to turn out okay. And then, Dave, what do you see for, uh, for Jane on this matter?
2: Jane, when is your birthday?
1: Oh, November 7th.
2: Okay, so you're about a 17 degrees Scorpio. Well, thank goodness. Saturn is out of Scorpio now, and it's in the Sagittarius. Yeah, it's in the Sagittarius, and so Scorpios can breathe a little bit easier.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, so financial freedom, <laughs> right? Yeah, you know, Saturn <laughs> it is can leave this horrible place.
2: Yeah, Saturn is very restrictive, and so it'll lighten up for you um, in the next couple of months for sure. I know that will happen. Uh, I just feel it too, and. You know, you're going to have Mercury going over your sun sign uh, right around the middle of November as well. Uh, are you Are you working currently?
3: Yeah, part time.
2: Okay. Uh, are you but looking I... for some? Go ahead.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I go to job fairs and all that.
2: So you're yeah. looking for something full time. Yeah. Okay.
3: Well, I, basically, I want to leave. You know, and and I can't.
1: So I just you know, oh, know I've when got, I've got get to say this so real it. quick. You can request cash or take your check to a currency exchange next time honey. Yeah. Yeah. I'm
3: gonna do and, it. and here's
2: the thing, December around December seventeenth or I'm sorry, December twentieth, just before the winter solstice, just before Christmas, you're gonna have Venus and Scorpio going over your sun sign. And then Mars is going to be doing the same thing in February. It's going to going, be going over your sun sign because both of those planets are going to be in Scorpio. So Venus conjunct your sun in December around the 20th. And then Mars conjunct your sun around the 5th, 6th, and 7th of February. That this should. Gonna... Well, it, it could. It could. I'm not saying for sure, but it could. I mean, but keep trying. Around those dates that I mentioned, really make the effort because um, if you make the effort, people will start to listen and respond, and maybe you'll get something better, okay? Okay. I don't want to ever say for sure and make a definite predictive of a positive outcome, but it does look favorable in terms of job situation for you, but not until February December, January, February of next year.
1: Beautiful. Uh, and, you Thanks. see the same thing? I, I think things are going to be picking up for you, Jade. But, again, it's it's where you're going to have to – you're going through a lot of stuff right now. But thank God you've got an amazing personality. And you've got a very cheery, upbeat personality. And to me it's always looking at is the glass half empty or is it half full. And then always, even in this, even in the face of adversity – Count the blessings that you do have because when you're counting those blessings, suddenly things just start opening up and you're able to see more and and things start coming to you in a better way okay. all right, honey, good luck, good luck. Let us know what happens Jade, okay, now we've got a last caller here, and thank goodness, so dave i wanna uh I'm gonna say one more thing uh for myself, mm-hmm. I need to tell people that i have i'm extending it one more week. My buy a piece of my stuff for a buck and get a reading at half price. My once a year, my annual garage sale special. Uh, So people can reach me at 219 940 9292. Uh, Check that on com. And Dave, please tell our listeners how they can contact you for a reading, uh, you know, a chart, a a wonderful astrology class. How can they reach you?
2: Just they can contact me through my. Website which is planetary w dot planetary vibrations dot com, one word, planetary vibrations, or through my email address which is uh, astro gunning, one word, at sbc global dot net. Beautiful. All
1: right, we've got uh, one last caller here. Let's see who is online. Hello, caller. Hi, who is this? Uh, Sal. Oh, my God, Sal. I love you so much. How are you doing?
4: Good. yourself?
1: Good. Great. So what's going on?
4: I see when you lost your dog. I I turned around and I said, I I was telling my son, and I said, you never believe what Julian's dog's name is, Zeus. And Junior's dog is a, a little beagle. His name is Zeus. He started laughing, he goes, Zeus is gonna go back because his Zeus gets lost and comes right back all the time too. Tell Joanne Aww. not the wolf. Yeah, uh-huh, we got a little you, Zeus. Bell. We got we got little Zeus. You got bigger Zeus. I got
1: bigger Zeus. <laughs> <laughs> I just
4: don't so, hey, my know friend, what, you have a question. Yes, I wanna know how uh you see anything in my my future as far as my job or money?
1: Can I can I, can I let Dave because he's got the astrologer astrology? Can he check that out sure. for you, Sal? Because he can throw some different uh, different perspectives on there for you.
2: Okay, Sal. Sal when is your good. birthday? When is your birthday, Sal? 11
4: twenty-nine.
2: Sagittarius. Yes, sir.
4: 29,
2: coming up. Okay. Um. So you are. Okay, you're about a twenty. You're about an eight degree of sagittarius now saturn just went in the sag okay now what are you are you looking are you presently looking
4: no no i'm turning around in my job and and just went in the transition they turned around had to eliminate things because they downsized and I, i i'm moving uh down from the position i had and i told them i wouldn't be there one more year and i'm retiring and I, okay. I, I'm looking, hopefully, that I may be able to run in some money and get out of there earlier. But other than that, I'm looking one more year and I'm gone.
2: Well, it could even be earlier than that, because if you're a 29 degree of, of, or 20, you're born on the 29th of November, I'm sorry. That means you're around an eight or nine degree of Sagittarius. And Saturn's going to be at eight or nine degrees Sagittarius in December. Okay, middle of the, of December. Uh. You could be moving on then. Could be moving on a lot sooner. Not I'm not wow. saying for sure. I'm not saying for sure, but it could happen.
4: Well, Again. I've had uh I've I've had feelings and uh and I keep telling everybody that teases me, you go, Oh, you going to win the lottery, you're gonna I, I said, watch. He says, uh I said, I, I I told you I I wanna get out of this place. I says, uh I worked long all my life, I says, I train one more year and I'm gone.
3: Wow! But, uh, hey,
4: I'm, up. I'm not giving up. I'm hanging in there, you know, but uh, I I keep playing and playing and playing, playing and playing, and I never give up. I'm okay.
2: Helping,
4: crossing my fingers.
2: Well, something could develop. Um, because like I, I, I
4: I I was I was reading in, in the in my, uh, infirmary, I got the Pluto is going to go in with Jupiter, and they're going to be sextile.
2: Yeah, they'll be sextiling your, well, no, they'll be semi-sextiling your sun sign in Sagittarius, and actually Neptune's going to be squaring your sun sign coming up in January and February, and you're going to be going through some changes internally and thinking about what you really want to do, do something different, and I see things changing for you in a major way with December, January, and February rolling around. It's going to be—you might be out of there sooner than you think, and you might start thinking about something completely different that you want to do.
4: Something dealing with, with children.
2: <coughs> uh, well, if that's what you want, then you should entertain that idea and thought and do it. What did you have in mind?
4: Well, I didn't have nothing in mind. Just, I've, I've been told uh, because it's in says that because uh, I'm good with, with little kids, I'm just like a magnet to them.
2: Okay. Yeah, well, that's, and, that, that's probably a good cho- choice because Neptune's going to be squaring your son, and that usually indicates a great deal of compassion. That's going to be January, February of next year for you, squaring your son. But you're not going to be sure at that time that that's really what you want to do and that's who you really are. So you're going to be going through some inner. Oh, I would guess. I guess I was. I'm not going to say inner doubts, but inner kind of. Sometimes it can be confusion with Neptune, not knowing who you really are and what you want to want to do. And Neptune's going to be doing that in your chart, January and February. But it's kind of stirring you up and getting you into, you into a whole new way of thinking, okay, Sal, so that you okay. will start thinking in a whole new direction. I think you need to do something completely different from what you're doing now because you're going to be a very changed person come ne- early next year. That's how I see it. Okay, that's what I've
4: been told. I turn around and say, oh, yeah, I turn around and say, well, I, I don't know. Kids just seem to be attracted to me. They like me. I, I like them. Where are you're good, calling but,
2: from, and, where you where you're calling from? Indiana. Indiana. Okay. Uh, yeah, I would. I think what you're the idea of working with children is a good one, because Neptune has to do with a lot of compassion and feelings, and um, intuition. But you got to start l- sort of listening to your inner self, cell, and meditating, and just quieting yourself, and getting into a still space, and thinking about going off on walks, and thinking about what you really want to do. And even if the the idea sounds crazy, if it's coming from your inner self and from your, you know, your intuition, those are the ones you have to listen to and entertain. Would you agree with that, Jorianne?
1: I would. I would agree with that. And um, you know, sometimes we can think that's our that's our analytical mind and we're thinking we should do this and thinking we should do that, but once your intuition kicks in and you get mm-hmm. a sense and, and it's totally like 90 degrees Opposite of what you're thinking, you got to go with your intuition because that, that wins yep. almost every time.
4: And talk about intuition. I've had that second thought I don't know how many times, and I always say, no, uh, I'm going with my first thought, and so many times, wrong, wrong, wrong. And I play the casino a lot, and that intuition kicks in. And sure enough, if I just listen, I would have did a lot better Yep. That's um, right,
2: can, I, walk,
4: I walk out the door like, why didn't I just listen to myself? And it, it's but, exactly.
2: But here's the thing, Sal. <laughs> apply that not just to your gambling at casinos, but apply that to your direction in life, to your career or your, you know, avocation. Now that you're thinking about retiring, do something. Think about something that you really, really love to do and want to do, and don't worry about the money so much. Uh, and the position or whatever it is, think about what it is that you really want to do and listen to your heart and go with that, and you will be much happier.
1: Totally, completely. Sal, I want to say thank you so much for joining us tonight. Dave, we do have to end the show now. Um, Yep. And I'm just sending you a great big hugs, And Sal, I'm sending you hugs too. too. Um, We are going to be seeing
2: you next month.
1: Yes. Uh, last Wednesday. And do you know what the do you know – we're going to wait to see what the moon sign is that day, right?
2: Yeah, the moon – that's the 28th of October, and the moon will, oh, God, it's going to be in Taurus again. Maybe we should talk wow. about the next sign, Gemini.
1: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, we can well, talk, we'll do that, Ben, okay?
2: We can talk about the next sign, Gemini. That's fine.
1: All right. Sounds great, Dave.
2: All right, Jorian. Thank
1: you so much. You have a great night.
2: You too. Good night. All right.
1: All right. Good night now.